Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 232 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast, a show on the internet about comics. How's it going, Jack? It's going pretty good, Andy. I'm, I'm thinking about comics today. Um, I'm thinking about video games. I'm, it's, it's, it's a sad day today. Yeah. It is. It sure it fucking is. Like, we are yeah. we're recording this on May 20th and we got some bad bad news last night unfortunately. Yeah, um Kentaro Miura, the mangaka of Berserk uh passed away 2 weeks ago yeah. of like an aortic dissection. Yeah, it basically um, like a, a rupture in the aorta. Yeah, there's nothing like no preventing it. Um like any you know more about it like it's it's like a freak chance. Yeah, fucking... I mean, there's it's it, it comes from stress and genetics and lots of different factors, but it's not really something you can see coming, unfortunately. So uh, take uh, take good care of yourselves. That's yeah. That's really the best you can do. Yeah, take care of yourselves. Like, uh, get checked out if you've got family history of heart problems. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I wanted to take some time at the top of the episode just to like talk about berserk um because it's it's one of those things that's like if you talk about manga like berserk comes up some way or some form like if you've read any kind of dark fantasy or like played a souls game like berserk is right there in the dna like miura was doing this for so long on such a high level that it like it's it's like he invented a new genre and perfected it on the first try I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there was some interviews on Twitter going around with the uh, mangaka of uh, Hajime no Ippo. Uh, they were friends. And uh, when Miura was like 19, the Ippo guy like saw his sketchbook and it was just there. Like Berserk was just there. <laughs> and I can't... Like, he was able to put his dreams to paper for 30 years... Uh, in a way that, like, worldwide acclaim. Like, um, I- I've been to a few Dark Horse panels at cons, and, like, they always say that Berserk is, like, the number one selling manga that they do. Yeah. And, or, like, the number one selling anything that they do. Like, which is mind-boggling. It's got, like, something like 40 million copies in publication. Um, and it's... It's not for everyone. <laughs> Berserk's not for everyone. So if you've, like, bounced off it um, and it wasn't your cup of tea, that's fine. I'll never forget it's... the time I opened the first uh, volume of Berserk. And honestly, the first two pages might turn you mm-hmm. away immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is Guts fucking the demon? Yes. G- that... The first oh, page okay. of Berserk, if I'm remembering correctly, is Guts fucking the demon. So, yeah. you know, it, you kind of, it, it kind of says, it kind of is what it is right in the tin from, from mm-hmm. page fucking one. Uh, yeah. But it, it, I feel like, you know, from what I, I haven't read all of it, but I feel like it starts out pretty fucking edgy, but it like, mm-hmm. it kind of like gets a soul over time. Like it, the characters yeah. develop and it becomes a lot more emotional and a lot more character driven. Whereas the start, it it's like. I don't even know. I can't find the words. It, it, it's just, it, it is edgy, but not obnoxiously so. It's just, eh, it's, I'm, I'm failing it's, here, Jack. You know what I'm trying to say. 
Yeah, it's edgy with a with a purpose. Yeah, like it had it's trying to say something with like the violence and the gore and the all sorts of other like stuff that require trigger warnings. Like um, the first part of that manga uh, gives context to like the big um, flashback arc, like the Golden Age arc, the arc that like. If you've watched or read anything of Berserk, you know about that. Like, yeah, that's the thing it, that gets animated all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's what the the three movies were based on. Um, it people are familiar with that. They know Griffith from that. Mm-hmm. Like, you get Casca uh, from that. Um, like the the stuff right after the the flashback um, really paints a more nuanced picture than the like the first few volumes of like edgy stuff would have you believe um like guts is essentially like a traumatized like wandering like soldier with no real purpose other than to like keep going on and he like takes his anger and like all this vengeance and just lashes out and like over the course of decades um like learns to like trust and like feel feelings for other people and that that's what berserk has been doing for like the past decade now just like building up these character interactions like developing guts as like uh this fully realized character and it's been incredible to see like the joke is always like the the berserk chapters like when's the next one coming out it's like sometimes it was like you'd get one a year but that one chapter to like came alive on the page and like made the wait worth it always yeah i mean his Um, artwork is insane what that mm -hmm. man does with a grayscale uh comic page (sighs) is fucking fucking bonkers absolutely insane like it looks better than real life yeah the the amount of detail he puts into something each each panel is like its own renaissance painting sometimes mm -hmm. which is you know not trying to dunk another mangaka it's just a very specific thing that he does that just makes the page feel real mm-hmm. it it jumps out at you and everything everything has a real weight behind it and it helps that like guts's sword is this huge immobile slab of iron and like when that thing starts moving you feel it like every impact every slice is just like oh you know, like for gut punch. for example, like I, you know, we're reading Jajolian. I feel like something mm-hmm. like Jajolian, the artwork that Araki does in that is so is character focused. Like mm-hmm. he is way, way more concerned with how the characters look and the way they're posed, and he like just and then he just uh, traces a photo for the backgrounds, which is fine yeah. for what Jajolian's totally trying to do. Whereas Berserk, it's like you're looking into a real world like the characters are there but the backgrounds are so detailed and they feel Mm -hmm. like they're a part of the backgrounds rather than just you know people placed over a background if that makes sense like it feels like one coherent image in a way yeah like jajolian would you say it's kind of like actors on like this like a stage yeah it's kind of it's kind of like a stage play yeah yeah, like the the background is there and it sets a scene, but it's not the focus. Yeah, it's like almost here. like if you're using a camera, the camera is always focused on the people. The background is always slightly out of focus because it's not what you're supposed to be looking at. Exactly. Yeah. And like Berserk, the every volume of Berserk you open is like a like a world. 
like that is you are you are there mm-hmm. like the you can believe every like dark forest or like awful village in there and like after a certain point there's like a real big um like event in there that sort of like collapses different worlds together so now you have like actual like high fantasy elements in berserk like dragons and elves and trolls and stuff and like Miura sold it like it was completely believable it's like oh yeah this was always here because berserk has always kind of felt like a fairy tale and now it's one actually yeah um but we're i don't think we'll ever get something like berserk again and that's okay yeah like you know there's gonna be a lot of nerds online uh freaking out that it's never gonna end but you know was it ever was it ever really gonna end anyway I don't not in a way that like people would have been like satisfied with because that wasn't really the point of Berserk. Berserk it, like, it feels to me like it, the story was really just more this one man like pouring his heart out onto a page and it was mm-hmm. never really going to end as long as he still existed because there was yeah. always going to be more to tell and it's been going on for over 30 years now. So mm-hmm. so like I think it was always going to end like this eventually unfortunately when you have like one person that's really heading it like he has assistance um but there's always that danger with something that's like a sole creator work and it's not like made by a team or committee it's like okay this died with him and people have to accept that and it doesn't like obviate the 30 years of berserk that there are it's just like no just because it doesn't have a conclusive ending doesn't mean it's not worth reading it absolutely, yeah. it absolutely is, and you know what? There, it's never, there's never going to be an ending, and it's totally okay because those characters still existed. That story was still told, so mm-hmm. that's what matters. It, it is uh, the soul of Berserk is complete and like has been complete for a while. Like I believe that he made his point with guts, like in the past arc that's been going on, and and it ended on a good note for him, like. The, like he's at peace it's it's okay you like you can let go it's okay to just like let a story go and exist like this yeah and it, it's just like something i wanted to reflect on because this doesn't we're really not in this situation too much where we have a huge long running manga like beloved by millions and it just like hard stop like it's it'd be if like god forbid oda for, like one piece died tomorrow like yeah, that'd what? be nuts. I, I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. I, you can't, there's not really a whole lot of good to come out of somebody dying, but I, I really hope that there might be some introspection in the manga industry about how mm-hmm. how they do their business because you know it it's a big problem with a lot of these people that they're solo authors of these massive mm-hmm. undertakings and they need more support. They need to know when to take breaks. They need, mm-hmm. you know, in general, every, like, y- you have to stop working at some point. You just have to stop. Yeah. And it's... And... Go ahead, sorry. Nah, it's like, I just think a lot about how Toriyama's career went. And I know he's kind of mm-hmm. like an edge case because, you know, he made all the things that he made. But, like, mm-hmm. he finished Dragon Ball Z, and then mm-hmm. he just retired. 
Yeah. What <laughs> what a g- glorious thing to like retire at the height of your career and then right? just like be support support the generation after you. Right. Like, like he knows that the kids still love Dragon Ball even if he doesn't understand why they love it. So he still helps <laughs> he still helps them make more even though he really doesn't get it. <laughs> it's cool like he's l- probably living comfortably right now. Yeah. Like, and like yeah the creator of Dragon Ball has the luxury to retire. Right, that's why um, I said he's kind of an edge case, but I, I, I yeah, feel like yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be, though. No. <laughs> Even, like, the newest solo mangaka, like, new in Shonen Jump, should be able to, like, like take breaks, should not be beholden to the almighty deadline. And that's the thing, like, fucking print manga, man. Like, it has to go to print, and that sucks. Because, uh-huh. like, you tell people to take breaks, and they're like, but deadlines, though. I have to kill myself to make the deadlines happen. Um, and there is a shift happening that I've, I've noticed, like, personally. And that's, like, very small anecdotally. But, like, um, Jump Plus is, like, an online-only, like, uh, subsidiary of Shonen Jump. And, like, the manga in that take breaks, like, every third week. Um, Spy Family, I don't know if you've heard of that one. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. how the Dragon Ball Super manga gets published in Japan. It's like yeah. it's like a monthly thing, and I think it's digital first, and then gets printed in V Jump later. Oh, okay. Like, and it, it, and that's a beautiful. How beautiful is that? That like Toriyama oh. brought up an understudy to continue the story, and he gets to have an even better working condition than his mentor had after coming out of being a Dragon Ball Dojin writer. Like that's yeah. that's just a wonderful story. I love it. <laughs> oh God, uh, Toyotaro. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, that that's the that really warms your heart. Yeah, because like you think about that, and it's like this fan got to live his dream. Yeah. Um, but I hope that that shift continues. Like Spy Family, um, Kaiju Number Eight is another one. Even One Piece gets to take off every like fourth week of the month. It's it's an industry that just grinds up people and it doesn't need to and like people will still read the manga if it's like out for a week or if it only if it has a different release schedule and it's just like it's it's gross to think of the working conditions like the mangaka have to put themselves through yeah and believe me i understand the impulse of getting impatient with serialized releases we do this with julian all time the hiatus Mm -hmm. the hiatus hits and it sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks a yeah. lot. But I always try to remember that Rocky is not a young man, no matter what, no matter how many <laughs> memes we make about him being a vampire. He is not yeah. a young man. I think he's in his 50s. Um, he's, he's over 60 now. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The man is, the man is not young. Uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, I try to keep that in mind. I really he is do. 61 this year. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, so yeah. don't let the memes consume you. He is not a young man. The fact that it, it, it is as good as it is and looks as good as it does to this day is amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. amazing. So He's a good example of, like, assistance, take breaks, yep. do what you got to do. He, seem, he seems to be taking care of himself uh, pretty well, so that's, that's heartening. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I would start getting detached from Hunter Hunter a little bit if I mm-hmm. if I were you. I'm not I'm not yeah. saying Tagashi's gonna die. I'm just saying 
uh, in general, Except he should probably just stop. Retire, like, or do the Dragon Ball Super thing and hand, like, a, uh, a really enthusiastic, talented fan, like, a script. Yeah. What... What a concept, right? Like, is like, anybody really going to just drop Hunter Hunter because the art is going to look a little different if that were to happen? I sure wouldn't. I mean, I like no. the I like the art style in Hunter Hunter and Yu Yu Hakusho, but I don't think that's I don't think it's really the main thing we're coming for. No, it's more like the writing and the the interesting like power sets. Yes, yeah, the like, characters in the writing and the world. And I, it, mm-hmm. you know, it, and that's sort of, I think the distinction with something like JoJo, where I think JoJo's whole identity at the end of the day is its artwork, and I don't think that anybody could take over for Rocky. But that's the beauty mm-hmm. of the part structure. Like, Jojolian is going to end someday, and frankly, I don't think there should be a part nine. I think no. he should be done with it. Yeah, part eight, I think, is like the. It, just gooshing all of the themes that he's tried to put into JoJo through the years, just like all in one thing, like for better or for worse. Cause right. like we've, we've talked like sugar and we've talked like negatives about Jolian like over the past five years. And it's like, it's, it's this wholly unique thing that is so Iraqi that I don't think anyone else could like do it and it be the same thing. And that's okay. So I think, yeah, I think the moral of the story here is to not get so held up about things like wanting things to end a specific way and worrying about hiatuses Mm -hmm. and just appreciating the stories that you love while they're here and appreciating the creators of those stories while they're here and just uh, fucking rip to a real one. Well said. Yeah, that's really all I got. It's very sad, but... That's uh, that's life, unfortunately. Yeah, I would just want to do a little tribute to him with the the platform that we have. Yeah. Um, and if you're out there and you haven't checked out Berserk, like, there's the 1997 anime that's great. Like the new movies, um, like are really really well done for what they're trying to do. Um, the new Dark Horse omnibuses are beautiful. Like, pick something up. You yeah. might, it might surprise you. I have to hope that maybe somebody in the future will get inspired to do a, a competent anime adaptation, uh, like a TV adaptation of it someday, because I know they did that that CG animated CG one, one that wasn't so good. Uh, that was like a prank. Yeah. Maybe maybe yeah. it might it might be just kind of impossible, but maybe someone will be inspired to do it someday. We'll see. Yeah. But and That's uh, all we can hope for. Yeah, so on that note, uh, let's read the new Jajolian. <laughs> yeah it's weird energy this week like i started off like trying to tamp down the normal like radio show host like intro we do but it's like i'm also sad yeah so like, like, literally, i was sitting on the song. computer last night editing an episode when this news hit at like yeah at like 11, 9 p- 11 est yeah, yeah 8 p.m pacific time and it was just like excuse me what like what yeah you sent it to me i was like is excuse me <laughs> is this a prank yeah because like uh, it's just so unexpected and the fact that he's been gone for weeks and we're just finding it out now like i don't know if that softens the blow or not but it hurts yeah it's like oh but yeah it, it's just a hell of a thing a hell of a week but we do have new Dejolian to read and enjoy this week and like at the top here 
I thought this was a banger of a chapter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was really good. And I, I really like the title. It's Higashikata Kato's scare quotes uh, attack. <laughs> attack. <laughs> like, Which will make sense yeah. in, in the chat. It's very much a scare quotes attack. Yeah, and we get uh, our first view of her stand here, which is basically just like a guy made out of playing cards or like an insect or an insect guy. <laughs> <laughs> insect guy is like pretty good descriptor for like Jajolian stands. Yeah. Like, they're very bug-like. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it. Uh, yeah, it just looks like a weird knight almost. Uh, the shoes, the shoes are pretty cool because they're like, um, the like the the face card like clothes mm-hmm. uh, texture almost, um, but yeah, we're not we're not gonna say the name until we get there because it is a real good name that we were trying to guess when the uh, the spoiler for the cover page came out. Yep, and we were <laughs> off. We could not possibly <laughs> have been more wrong. <laughs> no. Oh man. Anyway, um, uh, chapter one hundred seven. That- Here's uh, Josuke post shooting the bubble through the phone. Yeah, uh, shot by Josuke's soap bubbles, Toru has been left in a desperate state. But then the grandmother of the Higashikata family, Higashikata Kato, appeared on the scene. Thank you. (sighs) Having overcome the calamity, soft and wet has pierced the head doctor. And like Andy said, we got stumbling Josuke, bleeding wet, just like going down this uh, hospital hallway. Oh, God. He looks like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soft and wet go beyond. He keeps saying it. Like, I know repetition legitimizes, but not this case. Not, <laughs> not, not, not in this situation, <laughs> he, my dude. He keeps saying it, and I still think it's lame. <laughs> like, I'll give him a pass because he came up with it, like, uh, while he was covered in rock ticks. So, like, fine. Um... <laughs> And yeah, his his rock eye bridge is gone. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, his other rock pieces are gone, uh, all of them, but he's still got a couple stripes. Somehow is, uh, it it just it it doesn't hit the same as like gold experience requiem or D4C love train or any other kind of expanded stand names. It just it just doesn't hit the same. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anyway. We're going to see, yeah. we, we uh, pan the camera around, we see Holly, we see Rai and Nijimura's corpses, uh, fun stuff. Uh, keep going yeah. around the hospital a little more. Yeah, and Josuke, like, we see the hole that a piece of airplane debris made in the, the side of the hospital, like, it's a big crater. Um, and he's just leaving the hospital slowly, looking up to the sky, and we just zoom out. Like, this... This would make such a cool, like, cinematic shot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we see the entirety of Mariah Cho. We see the the TG University Hospital is big. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the size of a couple city blocks. And then the scene change, and we do not see Josuke for the rest of the chapter. Classic. Uh, be- Classic to uh-huh. and Main character, barely uh-huh. in it. <laughs> main character... Gone. I mean, I feel, uh, I, I feel like that's that was just like post, uh, post the fusion reveal, like after the demo arc. It's just like okay, mm-hmm. Josuke's character arc is done. 
Yeah, he kind of found out who he was, and now it's just a matter of, like... Resolving the uh, conflict, yeah. Yeah, resolving the conflict, quote-unquote saving Holly. Like, we still don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, But now we get to where the the actual conflict, like, uh, the real battle was happening Mm -hmm. that Josuke helped win. Um, Last chapter, we had Toru barge into the garage of the Higashikata estate and see none other than Kato Higashikata. And remember, uh, Toru did eat a uh, unripe, specifically an unripe new Rakakaka, so he is primed for some kind of equivalent exchange. Uh, Not sure how the ripeness will affect it, but Toru was very specific about only wanting a fully ripe one. So Mm -hmm. I hope I'm... I'm hoping, beyond hope, that that comes into play, but we'll see. Yeah, it we'll bites s- him in the ass. Yeah, we'll see. So, uh, here's Yasuo. <laughs> Kato-san! And she's and hysterically Ka- crying because Jobin is either dead or dying. Yeah, Jobin died, like, a year ago from <laughs> a piece of uh, aerosol can, like, going through his chest. Yep, exploding uh, into shrapnel. Yeah, caused by Wonder of You's uh, calamity effects. Yep. And Kato looks down at this uh, very hip-looking rock human um, and just... <sighs> I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to do my best here. Yeah. Inka no Mizame potatoes. <sighs> you peel and cut that variety of potatoes. If you deep fry them straight into cooking oil without any batter, you don't boil the Inka no Mizames. Once the deep frying is done, you toss them into a stew. That is the recipe I use for when I make cream stew. I've been living at an apartment I rented nearby, so I brought a full pot of cream stew I made over. It's my son's favorite, and yesterday, Jobin told me he'd really like to have some again. Just, you know, mother, mom stuff, I guess. Yeah, like <laughs> waxing... Uh, nostalgic about a cream stew that her son will never eat because we see his body splayed out gushing blood yeah mm-hmm Kato-san don't go near him his name is Toru he's trying to touch his hand to you you can't let him touch any part of your body there's this fruit called the new Rakakaka and he just ate one of them anyone who eats one will undergo an equivalent exchange with the first one they touch, and it'll fully heal any illness or wounds. He's trying to do an equivalent exchange to heal his injuries. Oh, here's Hato. Yeah, uh, and, and and Daya, I think. Yeah, no, that's Daya. Yeah. She looks weird. Yeah, she looks really weird. <laughs> Ma- uh, Mama? Yeah. Mama! Mom! When did you get here? You kids stay there. Don't come over here. I I just want to be with Jobin. I want to be by my son's side. He'll be lonely if he's alone. Kato-san, get away. Don't go near him. He's already lost. If you leave him alone, he'll just die. It'll be over. If you don't do anything, he's finished. There's nothing left you can do. I, I like to think that she could either be talking about Jobin or Toru here and both. Yeah. <laughs> He'll just die. (laughs) Just let him fucking die. Fuck you, kid. He was an asshole. He was a weird bug guy. Leave him alone. (laughs) Yeah, he ate wasps. Um, And for Yasuho, really wants to see him dead because she realizes that he's been manipulating her memories for, like, most of her life. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh, it's gross. Um, 
yeah, Toru starts inching closer to Kato, he grabs a, uh, a pruning saw, uh, which is just a big serrated switchblade, uh, trying to, like, step to her for an attack. Huh? He's a rock human and a stand user. I understand how you feel, Kato-san, but you need to get away from him. Uh, do you want to do, uh, Toru here, or... Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Atop the coastal cliffs, there is a rock. Atop some other rocks, Higashikata Kato-san. What that rock witnesses is only dreams and memories. Memories of the landscape from those scenic cliffs. Clear skies, rainbows after storms, mist, the beacons of lighthouses, migratory birds and gulls and glena plants. Only those dreams remain, that which remains when it ends. Defeat or victory mean nothing to that rock on top of those cliffs. But what about the dreams and memories of all of you? Your precious eldest son is lying there in the hallway, covered in blood, dead, without his desires ever coming true. What do you all have left in the end? Of the dreams and memories of your family? And Kato uh, throws some cards at him. <laughs> yeah, she flicks uh, Higashikata branded playing cards at uh, Toru, and a couple just land in front of him. She's still weeping, um, but confident. Huh, those are... Uh, whips out some more playing cards, crying, crying. Space trucking. That is my stand's name. My card's ability. And we see this fucking insect robot. Uh, looks kind of like a Cyclops, too. Yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's cool. pretty cool. It's torso is one giant heart, like the King of Hearts. Yeah. Oh. No! Don't attack him! He's luring you over on purpose. He's using your anger and sadness to his advantage. Don't fall for it. The wounds he received from Josuke are serious. He can't recover from that. But that rock human's ability is definitely still alive. His wonder of you. If you take his invitation, calamities will immediately attack you. You'll be on a one-way ticket to hell. I'll, I'll do the Toru. This Toru monologue. <laughs> Higashikara Kato-san. I know the rumors about your past. Fifteen years ago, you killed some obnoxious boy for your eldest son Jobin's sake. Even though you atoned for your crime in prison, your husband Norosuke still will not give you forgiveness, even though you did it out of love. So what sort of memories do you have, have left now? Only of cruelty. None of the dreams Jobin held when he was alive were ever realized. Uh... More playing cards flicked onto Toru. Float, float. And then it kicks in. Yep. <laughs> and the fucking space stand activates. And Toru's arm is sandwiched between the playing cards and disappears at the elbow, pinning him to the ground. Oh no! She. she did it! Gsha! No! Don't, Kato-san! Uh, oh, space trucking's eye is a mouth. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, mm-hmm. 
It's smiling, also. Terrible. Uh, Kato throws more cards. Bits of Toru's body and arms, uh, like, void out. They just vanish. Like, disappears between uh, the... Uh, the two playing cards, similar to how D4C, like, activated between two things. That's sort of how this stand works. Mm -hmm. Space trucking can hide things in the space between a card and another card. They may appear to be crushed, but they're just hidden. Space trucking is kind of like a, a mix of uh, D4C and Zahando. Yeah. Honestly. It, it's pretty cool now that we're seeing its full power set. Like, and it makes me wonder if the hand is more destructive or is Okiasu just an idiot? I don't oh, know. Oh, I don't the eternal know. question. <laughs> like, the like, hand would have been a fucking S-tier stand if it was with anyone else. But because it was Okiasu, it was pretty bad. Like, if Okiasu wasn't an idiot, maybe the hand doesn't actually destroy stuff. Maybe it actually goes somewhere. Like... <laughs> yeah, and he never figured out how to bring it back. Yeah, because that kind of would make sense to me, honestly. Yeah. Oh, God. I The hand is still, like, my favorite They all go to the same space inside of, uh, of <laughs> Cream's gullet. Go yeah, Cream's gut just has so much shit in it from like all the stands that like send stuff to the things. void. Yeah, mm -hmm. all the Shadow Realm stands. Mm -hmm. Oh god, um, you shouldn't be attacking him. Run, or some calamity will come. You got to get away from here now. I love this little panel of uh, Josh who just like uh, dunked on, <laughs> yeah. just like. Mm. And uh, here's Wonder of You. Uh, not sure what he's up to. He's just kind of bleeding out, which, again, also weird. I still don't really... I, I say this every time, but I still don't fully understand what his deal is. <laughs> like, he's got he's got a physical appearance, like... Yeah, he ha he must have some kind of body. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't get it. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, but this is probably the coolest part of the chapter for me. Yeah. Because... Uh, Wonder of You is just standing there waiting to inflict a calamity upon Kato for attacking Toru. And, yeah, that's how it works. That's how we've seen it in, for the past, like, ten chapters. The head doctor! He's here! You've got to get away from him, Kato-san! Get away from him right now! And Kato, stone cold, gets so close to Toru. <laughs> How's this? Aren't I close? How do you feel? Do you want to touch me? And turns on a heel, backs off. I don't intend on attacking you. Right now, I just use those cards to keep your arms and legs from moving and keep you pinned to the floor. Right now, I, I'm explaining for your sake about the contents of my stand ability. And she's flicking cards like uh, onto the Rakakaka pot. Um, trying to make it void out, and the head doctor still just like floating, bleeding, floating, bleeding. That new rockakaka. I heard about how its branch was grafted onto that potted plant for my son Jobin. I already know about it. I know it can fully hear heal injuries through equivalent exchange. She has no will to attack. And that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Kata's not attacking Toru. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's she's just like oh, I want you to stay there for a bit. Ka Kato, I, I bear you no uh, ill will. 
Kato main villain theorists are seething right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god, they're they're mad on the internet. Uh-huh. Um, like, and I was one of them, but like, yeah. I like this way more. Yeah, I I I think as a uh, an ally or at, or at the very least a neutral party, she's way more interesting. Te- team no uh- main villain is on top of the world. (laughs) They're feeling themselves right now. Uh, They're popping bottles. Higashi Kato Kato. Could it be you have some other aim? A different goal from the one I'm thinking about? Why did you show yourself here in this garage in the first place? Why did you come here? Goal? My goal is already decided. I've decided what I'm going to do. Before that, I'm just gauging something i'm gauging which way we're going to go and in her deck of cards there's something poking out Mm -hmm. we don't really know what it is yet she has she has schemes Mm -hmm. kato-san higashi kata kato your stand you have something between the cards of your stand don't you what do you have in there uh behind her I wonder if you is just falling apart. Oh, I love it. After after reading this idiot mm-hmm. for so long, this is immensely satisfying. What are you going to say? I was going to say, then this kind of caught me off guard, but we're cutting to a flashback here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we zoom in on a cufflink, and a pretty good scene transition to Jobin trying to put his cufflinks in. Uh, you want to be Jobin? Sure. Ah, ah, damn it. Jobin, come here. Let me help you with those cuffs. Turn your sleeve this way. And Kato is just acting like a mom. And she looks like the same age as Jobin, and that's a little weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look like she's a. Uh, Jobin should probably age. have been de-aged a little bit here. <laughs> or Kato, like a couple wrinkles. Yeah. A couple. Dear, there's something bothering you, isn't there? There's something you can't make a decision about. Huh? Uh, no. Uh... Hey, Jobin, pull yourself together. Don't be hesitant. Can you really enjoy a summer vacation like that? Come now, your mother knows. Save your whimpers for later. For now, tell mom what you're hiding. Uh, Jobin, gripped with indecision, leads his mom into the bug room. (laughs) There's something that no one else knows about. I'm sure of it. Right now, anyway. I'm sure before long, someone is going to come. An enemy will come to us. This... Zoom. Yeah, zoom in on the bugs. <laughs> yeah. This Miyama stag beetle. The one on the top shelf. Until last night, it had a broken mandible. Until this morning. That right mandible was broken to pieces. I'm certain it had no right mandible. And we see this bug uh, has a new right mandible kind of been grafted on. It doesn't match the rest of the bug. Mm-hmm. Mandible? Mom, please look at what's inside this top shelf compartment. This Hercules beetle was in there with it. Oh, God. <laughs> this bug is gross. Uh-huh. Uh, bits of this bug are missing. Parts of its shell, parts of its head. Um, you... The broken, lost Miyama's mandible was replaced. It's been healed. And the face of what was once a healthy Hercules has part of it missing. It performed an equivalent. It performed an exchange with the Miyagi's mandible on the cellular level. In other words, by exchanging it for the Miyagi's mandible, 
the Hercules face ended up like this. Jobin, is this... Look at the lower shelf. And what's there? It's the Rakakaka. You have branches growing on your lower shelf? So then on the shelf above it, are you telling me that this potted plant, these branches are... This is that... Alright, so this is the part that kind of makes me trying to figure out where to place this in the timeline. Because Josuke Um, is already involved, and so is Mamazuke Rai. So this is after uh, Jobin started holding on to the plant. So it makes me wonder where Kato's been, because she's already must be out of jail. Yeah, she's been around. Like, she she kind of hand-waved it, like, oh, I have an apartment, like, uh, yeah. a- away. I-, I live in Kira's old apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after the fire, before Wonder of You kicks in. Uh, so probably, like, I don't know, chapter 80 Maybe, something? like, Dr. Wu. Yeah, while his wife was dealing with Wu, like, this yeah, was happening. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing that Mamazuka Rai, Josuke, everyone else is after. I got my hands on it during the orchard fire and hid it here. It's the graft of the new Rakakaka, Mom. Most likely the Miyama stag beetle sucked up some of the sap from the skin of the branch that had been jutting out over the lower shelf. That's how this injured mandible was fixed. It's a perfect equivalent exchange. It just happened to do an exchange with the healthy Hercules that was in the same shelf. The grafting was a success. New Rakakaka. Grafting. But I can't keep it here in this cabinet any longer. Where do you think would be best? I want to hide it somewhere. If we attempted to bring it outside, I'm sure we'd get found out. The branches. Ah! Jobin, I, I'd like to clarify what you just said. This equivalent exchange. You got your hands on this new Rakakaka branch and grafted it, yes? That's right, Mom. And it succeeded. The Miyagi stag beetle's injury is all better. What about the fruit? Shouldn't there be a fruit growing from the new Rakakaka branch? That's still to come. We got the branch. That's all we need. Once it grows, we'll get our hands on fruit. And seeds as well. This fire you mentioned. This is the fire in our orchard? Yes, that's right. Everyone else thinks the branch was lost in the fire. And I can't let them know it wasn't. I'm certain it looked like this person named Poor Tom had the branch with him. And now he's dead. But, Good. Yeah, thank God. But there are enemies out there that aren't. And I'm sure those enemies will eventually come to this house to look for the branch. They'll come to where I am. Let me ask just one more time. You obtained this branch alone? Uh, <laughs> Mom, the truth is, there's one other person. It's me and Sarugi. Sarugi also knows about the branch and the fire. This whole event has been really hard for him, and he's already 11 years old now. He might be getting to his limit. Is it a good idea for me to be keeping this potted plant in the house? Maybe if I'm going to grow it in secret, I'd be better off hiding it somewhere else. What should I do? That's what I've been stressing about. Maybe I should tell Dad about the plant. Slap! (laughs) (laughs) Like, big tiger mom slap, Mm -hmm. like... I told you to make up your mind, didn't I, Jobin? You're going to get through this on your own. You can't let your father know about this. Absolutely not. That man is against the idea of equivalent exchange. If you told him, it's certain that some enemy would find out. He still hasn't forgiven us for what happened 15 years ago. 
but just until even a single fruit grows from that branch. But that fruit will secure the prosperity of our family. It goes without saying that your family's good fortune outweighs ethics. Set your mind on that. And we get, like, good Kato and Jobin character development. Like, Jobin was still, like, real indecisive about what was happening. Like, he wasn't truly evil-evil. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kato, Kato's got some dark fire going on. Um, cut back to the present. Jobin, you've done a fine job. Oh, no, this is still the flashback, sorry. Jobin, you've done a fine job to climb as high as you have. I'm incredibly proud of you. Just a little further. The Higashikata family must break the curse that has been on it since the time of our ancestors. And throws cards at a piece of the Rakakaka, um to void out like a quarter of the pot um and like i'm not totally sure like what happened here yeah like did she hide a portion of it and there was still like some in her deck of cards or is it like all go i don't know this will become clear later if a time comes when you want to hide the potted plant this should suffice for now continue to grow it in this room jobin and cut back to uh, Toru, you wanna you wanna take the last couple Toru lines. What is between those cards? Weeping, uh, Kato as uh, Wonder of You looms behind her. My family's curse, and now you will undertake all of this. And what comes and out of the cards? <laughs> a petrified Sarugi under the full effects of the Higashikata curse. And she touches him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Toru did not expect this. Nope. Nobody at home expected this. <laughs> he is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> like, Sarugi-chan! This is Kato-san's goal. She came to the garage for Sarugi-chan to do an equivalent exchange. Dum dum. So it's all to break the curse. This is a hell of a cliffhanger, man. What is this unripe Rakakaka gonna do? Is it gonna end up being a perfect fusion between Sarugi and Toru? Is it gonna end up giving? Because my question is: Is the person who eats mm-hmm. the Rakakaka should be passing off his negative ailments onto the person he touches? So like. I looked, I, I did some more research for once to see, like, what does the Rakakaka actually do? And it healed, like, the the old Rakakaka healed by uh, turning bits of the person to stone, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. And the, the new Rakakaka, the 654, whatever it is, um, does that, but can use someone else are like th- this new fruit can use someone else as the materials for that healing to happen. Uh, that's what we saw when uh, Yasuho got her arm back. She took an arm from Joshu. So I'm thinking that the effects uh, like are going to be similar to that here. Um, Sarugi, I guess it depends on who suffered more damage, right? Yeah, I like, guess so. And we don't know, like, is Sarugi near death? Toru looks like he's near death, but like, because I keep getting it mixed up. Like the fusion is because of the wall eyes, right? Like, the fusion is yeah. The fusion happened with Josephumi and Kira because uh, both their bodies got washed like under the wall eyes. That that that's what happened. 
Kira's body um, use or yeah use Josephumi. Josephumi used Kira's body as material to heal, right? Yeah, because Josephumi was hit by vitamin C too. No, it was the other uh, way around. It was Kira's body who used Josephumi to heal. So Kira's body stuck around, but it's a fusion of the, their personalities. But well, actually, no. Wait a minute. But that doesn't make any yeah, sense because Kira's it's body Josephumi's was, body. But it, yeah. it looks more like Kira though. Ah, oh, I'm getting confused. Fuck. <laughs> it, like, the fusion happened. Kira's whole body was left behind. Josephumi. Uh, body was used as like the host for the personality yeah, it's um, like josuke has josefumi's face but his other features and his body look like kira the walleye fusion thing like we have not seen another instance of that since the chapter with nijimura and like the two fruits yeah like that i i feel like that's the walleye still have a card to play yeah like some fusion is gonna happen um, cause from here, we still have that flash forward where Sarugi is fine. Mm-hmm. And like, I want to believe there's some Paper Moon King shenanigans going on. Um, Paper I, Moon King Wonder of You fusion. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that and it just sounds like a nightmare. Uh-huh. Like, what if there was a stand that changed your perception of reality, but also like... Killed changed, you just uh, for looking at it? <laughs> Yeah, changed causality to benefit it. Ugh. Yeah. But honestly, we'll get a chapter I, next yeah, month, I can't too. even really do that much speculating, because this is just a cliffhanger to see how this uh, how this situation unfolds. So not much else to say until next month. Yeah, but also space trucking. Sick. Oh, yeah, fucking space trucking. I'm pretty sure that's a Deep Purple song, I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell of a name. Love it. It's basically perfect. It's still got the king motif in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and carries the theme of, like, the people that marry into the Higashikata family. Yep. Um, don't get full-fledged king stands. No, they just have uh, king hidden somewhere in the name. Yeah, Awaking Three Leaves. Um, paper, like, Paper Moon King. Uh, yeah. No, no yeah, no, because Paper Moon King. Because, no, because Suri is a blood Higashikata. Yeah, It's just, like, nut, nut King Call. Right, right, right. I, I guess the only one wasn't. that breaks the rules is Walking Heart. I, I, I got nothing for that. I, I don't... Maybe Hato was adopted? <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually don't really think it matters. <laughs> I, I don't know no, if it's really it's, actually a rule, per se. We're overthinking it. It's just like a cool little, like, uh, recurring theme. It's like, oh, there's, there's the king. I see the king in there. I see what you did. Um... But yeah, great chapter of Jajolian, and we'll get one in June, and hopefully we'll get a resolution, or start a resolution to this conflict, because like, we're due, mm-hmm. we're due. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we got some time left, let's get a couple Dragon Ball chapters in, and we'll call it an episode. Yeah, the, this is a good arc to like, dip in and out of, yeah. since it's not, once we hit that, the, like the start once the Saiyans get here, I figured it's going to be harder to, like, break it up, but let's knock out a couple. Alrighty, uh, so we're on chapter 17. We're picking up, uh, ba- we're picking back up with Goku and King Kai uh, to figure out what the hell King Kai's training is going to be like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, chapter 17, the hardest time of his death. At last, Goku's found the Lord of the Worlds and begged him for combat training. Too bad it'll have to happen on this tiny planet with gravity ten times that of Earth. Uh, 
I did like a high King Kai voice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'll give you the lessons, but how much time do you have? Well, I don't know how many days I spent running on the Serpent Road, but I don't think there are many left. These Saiyan guys are coming to Earth to destroy it. Just teach me as much as you can in the time I've got. Saiyan, huh? Sounds like you've got a real problem on your hands. Let's see. Maybe I can learn when they're due on Earth. Hmm. We've got some flying Saiyans, all right, on a pace to reach Earth in, I'll say, 158 days. Wow, that's amazing. How, uh, all right, wait, only 158 days? Oh, don't worry. It'll be more than enough. But... 158 days with me is like a few thousand years of training on Earth. For real? Of course, that still doesn't mean you're going to win against them. These two Sta Saiyans are very, very strong. Matter of fact, they're stronger than me. What? Stronger than you? You got it. So to beat them, you'll have to outdo me at the very least. Shall we get started? Hey, Bubbles! <laughs> Bubbles the monkey comes uh, walking over. Until you can overcome this gravity, there's no point in anything else. Your first lesson is simply to catch Bubbles. Uh, okay. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Dragon Ball. Yeah, this is we're officially you know world-ending threats now, and Goku is chasing around a monkey in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, eek! Ugh, it's impossible. I can't be this heavy. Ugh, you just you wait. Goku takes off his weighted clothes. <laughs> yeah, it makes it a little easier on himself. Uh, I'll catch you! Oh! Extra weights on him already, eh? Ha! Now I'll get you! <laughs> this Goku looks <laughs> devious. Uh, chases after Bubbles. Uh, Bubbles is really fast. Ooh, oop, oop, oop. Eek, eek. Whew. Oh, wait, where are we? Ugh, it can't be. He's too fast. I don't know if I'll ever be able to. Okay, fine. Go home. Wait, wait. Can I, can I get something to eat? I haven't eaten in six months and I'm starving. Well, I guess. Although you're the first hungry dead man I ever heard of. <laughs> I like the implication that it's not actually his stomach. He's just yes. like, he just emotionally gets hungry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, King Kai is just bringing out bowls and bowls of food. It's like, <laughs> hey, hey, you ever hear the phrase slow down? Whew, I'm stuffed. The taste ain't much better, but at least there's a lot. Didn't get a lot of etiquette training, did you? Say, don't you get bored on this tiny planet? Ah, oh, foolish youth. To the enlightened mind, the smallest world holds fascinations without end. Here I am fulfilled counting the blades of grass, charting the patterns of the heavens, seeing how far I can pee. <laughs> My latest occupation is driving. Zoom <laughs> out on catalog. the planet. <laughs> driving. Right. Now get out there and catch the monkey. Otherwise, our training stops right here. Okay, I'll do my best. Oh, yes, and put those heavy clothes and shoes back on. It'll be better exercise that way. Huh? But with those on me, I could hardly even move. Let me tell you something. The home world of the Saiyans has gravity at least as great as this. Do you begin to see where they get their strength? And that isn't even 
That isn't even to mention their inborn fighting instincts. You can't even imagine how deadly they are. Sure I can. I mean, I'm saying too. What? Uh, he doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> Cut to Gohan. Oh. Ow. At least the last six months have taught you not to be a crybaby. <laughs> hey, you fought my daddy before, didn't you? And I will again. If we could beat the Saiyans, it will be his turn next. But daddy used to say, you're not as bad of a guy as you used to be before you died and came back. <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> I think he's right. But mommy and grandpa sure were scared of you. <laughs> Piccolo is not, not having this. <laughs> he doesn't like this. Shut up and go to sleep. I will not make tomorrow as easy as today. Yes, sir. Go on, pass it out on the ground. Little brat. I love that Piccolo is, like, actively, like, res resisting his own redemption arc. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's He's like, no, I am not a good guy. I will not be grilling. Mm. <sighs> All right. For 40 days and 40 nights, uh, get a little montage, and Goku catches Bubbles. I did it! Oh. I finally caught him! Magnificent! He really is as great as I'd hoped. And still 118 days remaining. He may be the one who can master the Kaioken. Is that, uh... What's the Kaioken? So, it, the English translation is uh, King Kai Fist, but that didn't really stick, so they kept... They ended up keeping Kaioken. And basically what it does is it, uh puts extremely heavy strain on the body to basically add a multiplier to a person's strength. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sick. Uh, the Kaiao Ken that I have yearned of, but could never master myself. Oh, for that final attack. So you think you're ready? Well, my training is tougher than you can imagine. Do you really think you can take it? I'm ready. You have to be the best, the greatest fighter in the universe, physically, mentally, in every way. I'm ready. Let's have some tea first. <laughs> Crapfall. Uh, oh, sick. Yep. Peanut gallery. Peanut gallery up on Kami's lookout. Oh, hell yeah. All right. You have um, all surpassed me now. There is nothing more I can. There's nothing more I or Mr. Popo can teach you. Return to the lower world and refine your skills until the final confrontation. I leave the future to you. Yes, sir. Could I take this weighted <laughs> shirt off now? Uh, uh, Piccolo and Gohan. Yes, you're gaining control of your energy. <laughs> King Kai then... kicking Goku's ass. It's not enough! And cut and... to Master Roshi <laughs> and Fortune Teller Baba. It's no use. Even I can't read the future this time. And, like, this is blowing my mind how much time just passed in these two pages. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit. Oh, uh, the narrator. And so the battle hour draws near. This is why that whenever you hear somebody, like, cracking jokes about uh, Dragon Ball having really bad pacing, that just means they watch, they only watch the original anime adaptation. Yeah. Yeah. This pacing is insane. Mm -hmm. Like, 
You want to do one yeah. more? Get this. Uh, yeah, get I think if going. I think if we do one more, we should get right into uh, Vegeta and Nappa coming to Earth for next time. Perfect. Perfect. So chapter eighteen. <clears throat> Through the depths of space hurdles a deadly duo, inexorably, unstoppably toward Earth, while uh, Goku mm, mastering a move. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm set. Then let's begin. Catch a giant brick at super speed. Uh, uh, Matt, King Kai, like, yeets this uh, giant cinder block at Goku's head. What? Hiya! Super, super speed! So basically, the planet is very small, so he threw the brick so fast that it ran around the curvature of the planet, and then Goku had to explode it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, it's just like rotating like Mario Galaxy. Yeah, literally, um, yeah, just like that. Yeah, there's skeet shooting, and Goku shoots it out of the air. He, he did it! Splendid, Goku! I never dared hope you'd master the Genki Dama Spirit Ball so quickly! Uh, that, uh, in the dub, is called the Spirit Bomb. Oh, that's Spirit Bomb. Yeah. Thank you. I worked hard! Remember that the spirit bomb is a martial arts discipline that allows you to borrow energy from grass and trees, from people and animals, from inanimate objects in the atmosphere, and then to concentrate them and release them. If you can draw so much destructive power from a ball made on this small planet, imagine what you can do with a spirit bomb formed on Earth. If you can also learn to tap into the astounding powers of the sun, well, just be careful, or you may destroy the very planet you're trying to protect. That's some foreshadowing, right? Uh, it's a little bit. <laughs> tiny bit, tiny bit. Don't use it if you can avoid it. I give you permission to use it just once when there is no alternative. Understand? Although Toriyama is on record saying that he made this shit up as, as he went along, so maybe yeah. saying it's foreshadowing <laughs> might be giving it a little too much credit. <laughs> That's fair. Leave blank spaces is like one of the best storytelling uh, things you can pull from Dragon Ball. It's just like... Let it let it breathe. Yeah. It's fine. All, it doesn't all really matter. of this crazy shit that's happened since chapter one of Dragon Ball just kind of happened. Which is mm-hmm. part of what makes it so interesting and what makes him Toriyama such a fucking genius. <laughs> yeah, what a maddening. Uh No yeah. problem. I'll just make do with the Kaioken. The day of the final battle has finally come. The Saiyans will reach Earth tomorrow and Oh! Ah! No no no! What? What is it? What's wrong? I forgot to factor in the time it take you to go back on the Serpent Road. You, you mean you can't just fly me to Earth? I have to go by the road again, but it took me six months to get here. At your current speed, you'll make it in two days. I'll tell the Earth Lord to pick you up. But that's still a day late. Earth will be destroyed. Okay, so I've made a mistake. Now tell your friends on Earth to bring you back to life with those Dragon Balls. T- tell them how? Put one hand on my back and reach for them with your mind. For real? Like this? Hurry up! Ah, Matt, Master Roshi, it's Goku. Can you hear me? Uh, Master Roshi <laughs> is taking a dump. <laughs> yeah. Goku, where are you? I'm in hell. I, I mean, I mean the underworld. <laughs> I'm talking to you through my mind. Underworld? Have you found the Dragon Balls? Yeah, a long time ago. Everybody helped once they heard it was for you. Cool. Can you summon Shenron right away and bring me back to life? The Saiyans are coming to Earth tomorrow. What? (laughs) Tomorrow already? That's more than a month sooner than we thought. 
So hurry! I'll be a little late, but I'll do everything I can. Okay, okay, okay. But, Goku, how are you? We heard you were training in the underworld. Yeah, it was great! Oh, hey, it's Oolong. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, that's with the old turtle rider. He's mumbling to himself in the john. What a time to go see well, Why does it look like Bulma, like, became a teenager again? <laughs> yeah, because it looks like she's wearing an apron and nothing else. Yeah, and, like, the, I think it's, like, the hairdo and, and like, the whatever she's wearing. She just looks like she does it old Dragon Ball for whatever reason. Yeah, just a little blast from the past having the, the old crew there. Yeah. Hurry, get the Dragon Balls! <laughs> Pulling up his pants. Yeah. That was amazing! He actually heard me! <laughs> of course! Now, while we wait for you to come back to life, let's do something about those ripped-up clothes of yours. Voila! Ping! Uh, King Kai kind of has, like, roach antenna and uses them to do stuff. Yeah, he does magic with his little feelers. Yeah. Wow! And they're really light! Not just light, but made of a powerful fabric that will repel small attacks. Hey, thanks! And the turtle symbol's the same. I was afraid you'd stick me with lame clothes like yours. Well, pardon moi. I still can't wait to come back to life. The symbol on the back's an especially nice touch, I think. Yeah, he put his own uh, symbol on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's a very funny, like, running gag. Mm -hmm. Who's ever, like, training? <laughs> Just, like, mm, advertising. Yeah. And it cut to Shenron. Yeah, damn, okay. One wish will be granted. Say, um, I wish, like, beat up those Saiyans and save the Earth. Probably wouldn't fly, would it? You want to leave Goku dead? No, no, we can bring him back to life next time. That is an impossible request. I was made by a god. I cannot grant a wish that surpasses the power of god. Jesus Christ. Then please bring Son Goku back to life. That I may grant easily. And cut to Gohan and Piccolo. Uh, Shenron darkens the sky, and they notice this. It, it was day! But it got all dark all of a sudden. So, Goku returns to life at last. Which must mean the Saiyans come sooner than we thought. Oh, there goes the Halo. Hey! Good. The halo is gone. You're alive again. Now get going! Okay! Remember, the enemy is more powerful and evil than you can imagine. You must always be on your guard. Don't start thinking that you can just you can just come back to life again. I know, I know. You can only come back to life once. I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what I said about got, him making this up as he goes along? <laughs> yeah, you got some you got something stuck in your throat. Yeah, I just had a little I had a little piece of bullshit lodged into my larynx. <laughs> I, had to, I had to knock it out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks for everything. If I die again, I'll come visit you. This is, again, not foreshadowing, but uh, this in retrospect is hilarious. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Yeah. It jumps off the planet. His power knows no bounds, and yet his soul is clearer than crystal. I never thought such a being could exist in the corporeal world. Too bad his sense of humor wasn't on the same level. Well, next time. Woo, I feel so light! I'm like a living cotton ball! Well, no time to play around. I've gotta go! The next day, at 11.43 a.m., it happened at last. And the two capsules just, uh, 
lands right into in- a city. <laughs> yeah, like one of the cities. Central city, west city. One, uh, one the of them, yeah. Yeah, and then next time we will do chapter 19, the day of the Saiyans. Yeah, we'll see how this bullshit Ooh. goes down. It's not going to be pretty. Um, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, strap the fuck I, in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, I, um, the events of this arc have been kind of memed to death, so I feel like everybody knows what happens to an extent, but it is pretty brutal. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in like the specifics because like I've only ever watched the anime before. I might have caught like one or two episodes of like this this sequence. Yeah, so we'll see. All right, well, I think that's gonna cut it for another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Jack will tell you where to find us. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You can find us on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. You can find links to the show on our SoundCloud, uh, our RSS feed, our Spotify feed. Just plug plug us into, like, whatever your podcast app of choice. Uh, if there's anything you want us to be on, just shoot us a message on Twitter, and we will try to accommodate it. Um, we've got all the time in the world, everybody. We're here forever. Thanks again. Thanks we'll a lot. We'll catch you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Bye.